Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. He's Matt Dyson. And so am I. Oh, there was a lovely um, sense of surprise in your voice there, Dyson. <laughs> well, I'm getting a bit rusty. I've had a week off. I thought I was trying to remember what the catchphrase was, but it's fine. I got there. Don't worry. It's still working. You've done very, very well. So uh, we didn't talk about it on the show, um, but you, you had a week off. Was it for your birthday? Is that right? No, it was for Kate. It was for my wife's 40th. Uh, so the of course. plan was to, we would hopefully go away somewhere, but... But um, we stayed in instead. Uh, but we had a very nice time. You know, we had, I can't try to think what we did. I think I cooked a curry and uh, we just had a, a few drinks and stayed in. It was nice. And did you do it? Did you try and make it like a holiday? Did you say, right, from Monday to Saturday, we're going to, you know, wear flip flops and we're going to watch holiday films? Was there any sort of theme? I wish I wish you'd told me that beforehand. I could have planned that out a bit better, but no, there was no theme. It was just it was you know I did get her forty roses to mark the special occasion. Oh, of the, of the forty uh, turning forty. That was nice. That was nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, I just showered her with gifts. Got her a nice cake, specially made. Uh, What's what cake? Not as good as a as a. It was. She specifically asked for a chocolate orange gatto, like she used to have growing up at a cafe in Stone in Staffordshire. So I got as close as I could to a chocolate orange uh, gatto. A very nice cake, very expensive cake that we had. It was lovely. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, how did you source a chocolate orange gatto? I just searched for that on Google and f- yeah. bought it from wherever made it. There was just this bacon. There's <laughs> <laughs> this bacon. Obviously, yeah. Great company. They send it in a big <laughs> polystyrene box. Yeah, they send it in a big polystyrene box, and uh, and that was it. Yeah, I, and it seemed to be pretty close to what she'd had as a child, which was nice. Oh. Well, chocolate gatos I didn't do, I didn't... are kind of on theme for today. In the end, you were you were behaving in a way that was that was perfect preparation for the show because we talk about theme parks, and as often happens, it goes down a kind of food route. Yes, food and drink. Yeah, there's lots of food and drinks. We have more adventures in your vegetarian cooking tour that you're on. <laughs> so I say tour, you're staying in your flat, but uh, you're exploring the world of vegetarian cuisine, and it's very exciting. I, I, I for one, am fully on board. Excellent. Well, there's vegetarian cuisine. There's talk of food-based theme parks. There's talk of rubbish theme parks. There's talk of adult theme parks. I mean, this just <laughs> goes like a roller coaster. Up and down and all around. And it's a thrilling ride, baby. So strap on in. There is no height restriction on this ride. You're allowed to listen to this podcast if you're of a nervous disposition. I'm trying to think, should there be any health warnings on this podcast? Should there be like a height um, or age No, I think, I think everyone can listen. I mean, it gets a bit near to the knuckle later on, but I think there's no age limit. I think everyone's welcome. And the louder you scream, the faster we go. Okay, well, let's pretend we could come on then over. Yes, it's, it's your turn to sit down, dear listener. So you sit down. I'm, and me and Dyson are either side of you, so let's pretend that we're there. Oh, I'm getting nervous down. That, that big thing from above is coming down, the thing that clamps you in place. So imagine that's coming down over your head. Just guide it down with your hands and just push it towards your belly, and then it clicks. All right, we're in oh, now. Yeah. Hands in the air. I'm going to look over at you, Dyson. You ready? Yeah. Let's do and it. Your, foot, your, your shoes, they're, they're tightly fastened and everything. Yeah, I've taken the valuables out of my pockets and put them to yeah. the side. Yeah. Okay. Let's right. go. Three, two, one. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's Saturday afternoon, it's rock and roll football on Absolute Radio in the early kickoff. Loads of drama. It's already Southampton 1, Chelsea 1, and I cannot put it any clearer than this. It's live! The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson, and some thrilling action already in the early kickoffs, Dyson. 
Yes, it's one all Southampton against Chelsea. Minamino put the Saints in front in the first half, but Chelsea have mounted a comeback through Mason. Mason Mount has <laughs> scored a penalty, so it's one all at the moment. In the Championship, a bit of a shocker, a bit of a coupon buster. They will be dancing in the Binley Mega Chippy tonight. Coventry <laughs> beating beating Brentford 2-0. Both goals from Tyler Walker, son of Des, of course. So, uh, yeah, Coventry doing very and well. the books at Nottingham Forest. So a great start today, hopefully in Omen for our game at three o'clock. Loads of three o'clock games today, of course, and here to preview them is the one and only Matt Dyson. Yes, two uh, British management heavyweights going head-to-head this afternoon. Two of the hardest bosses in the Premier League. I can't imagine many of us would fancy a tear-up with Big Sam Allardyce or Sean Dyche, the pint-of-wine-sinking northern powerhouse up against the worm-eating Gruffalo. It's like the old uh, British wrestling in the 80s. Big Daddy versus Giant Haystacks. If only they were wearing lycra leotards on the touchline today as the baggies travel to Burnley. Uh, Dyche was recently trending on Twitter after an alleged spat with Aston Villa player John McGinn after their game at Turf Moor earlier this month. Uh, they apparently had a bit of a coming together at some point when Deitch is alleged to have said so you've been in the Premier League for one season and you think you're proper big time telling me to shut up. The Scottish, yeah, tasty stuff. The Scottish midfielder then apparently replied you've been in the Premier League for six seasons and you're still wearing that same S-word coat, you big <gasps> P-word. Yeah, <laughs> into his fashion choices. Quite the exchange. Uh, but actually, a very good observation about Deitch's big winter coat. You, know, you can picture it in your mind, you know, the black high-collared Burton or Next offering with epaulets, epaulets on the shoulders. Yes, yeah, you know it, Ford. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> he do, he oh, does seem it. to have had it for a while, to be fair. Uh, Deitch, though, has since claimed in his press conference that he has only had it for two years. Mm, not sure about that, but just mm-hmm. lovely that all of his pre-match build-up for this game has been dominated by his choice of coat. Uh, the biggest <laughs> coat chat in football since Arsene Wenger struggled with the zip on his massive manager's puffer jacket back in the day. So that's the only three o'clock kickoff in the Premier League this afternoon and I'll be using the new ball that Wolves and Leeds played with last night. Apparently the Nike Flight high-vis ball will reflect the intense of the season finale as we enter the final third. It uses aerosculpt technology, which seems to mean it has little grooves and ridges in it, like a McCoy's crisp. Uh, the, the new board is basically ribbed for our pleasure. And it's our pleasure to, to bring what you. What are you do with it? <laughs> it's our pleasure to bring you all the goals as they go in in the Championship and the Scottish Premiership as well, alongside all the latest real music that matters with two Matties, a producer, Pompey Will, and overqualified Nelson on the socials. It's rock and roll football. Oh, absolutely sensational. I can't believe you managed to get into a daytime family show. Ribbed for our pleasure. <laughs> Don't focus on it. Don't oh. focus on it. Well, have you not? Okay, fair point. Right, we need to know who we're going to support in today's three o'clock kickoffs. Let us know why we should support your team in today's three o'clock kickoffs. The best reason wins. Text us now on 812.15. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. You may remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had a fascinating chat about the soups I'd been making and the um, condiment. Oh, it's, well, it's not yeah. a condiment. Bouillon, which is like bouillon. a... I mean, it really feels like a word that Boris would say. Isn't it? Bouillon. Yes. Uh, mountains of the stuff. And of course, we're importing... Uh, now that we've left, we're going to be making our own bouillon. Uh, <laughs> and I know all the gravies and all sorts of things. Uh, um, stocks. Anyway, I've been using lots of bouillon. It's fantastic. Right? It's Making really high power seasoning, isn't it? Really oh. condensed flavoured seasoning. Yeah. Turbo, and you just go, wow, that is so salty. It's great. But I thought I'm going to expand my repertoire. So last Monday, I made a beetroot curry. Ooh. Um, well, Hello. I'll tell you now. It's one of the worst dinners I've ever had. No, no. So Wait, you didn't firstly, use pick, pick. You didn't use pickled beetroots, did you? you used like <laughs> just dip <sip them. laughs> <laughs> in yeah, a just jar. Just mix some pickled beetroots in with a jar of Charwoods and uh, microwave. <laughs> yeah. it. I don't know why it didn't oh, work. Grip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I um, no, you fresh beetroot, which you have to peel and grate. Yeah, yeah. So it's grated wow. beetroot and then basically oh. with chili, onion, turmeric, and stuff. Now the problem is. The beetroots I could get were small. And when you right. grate a beetroot, 
it's just red everywhere, as you'd imagine. It stains yeah. everything red. Staining the wood chopping board and everything, yeah. Exactly. But it's it's slippery and your hands have to get close to the grater. Now, I only realised this afterwards oh, when no. I washed my hands. I'd cut my hands to ribbons. Oh, no. Like, I what? looked like, oh, my word. I looked like I'd been attacked. It was oh. terrible. So then I'd already cooked the beetroot curry and served it up. So I was like, oh. Yeah, with, with Presumably with a bit of blood in there as well. That's not always nice for the flavour. Well, yeah. It? it sort of had a bit. It, it was one of those beetroot curries with a bit of a metallic edge. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds disgusting. Mm, just te- oh, it was oh. awful. But I mean, it was just terrible anyway. It was just basically grated beetroot fried with a bit of spice. You couldn't taste any of the spice because the oh. flavour of the beetroot is so overwhelming. It was so <laughs> sad, and it grim. took me hours to get it ready. It took me hours to oh. grate the thing. All these yeah. mini beetroots, and then for what? Just for a pile of... I was so upset. So even even a, sprinkling of, even a sprinkling of bouillon couldn't save it. <laughs> but you know what I made the following night? Sweet potato and orange soup. And it is one of the best things Ooh. I have ever made, yeah. You basically nice. just that does sound good. add sweet potato to bouillon and onion, blend it, and then at the end <laughs> you juice in one orange and stir it, and it gives it a lovely tangy zing. Wow, that sounds really yeah. nice, actually. Are you uh, getting paid by the Bouillon Corporation or anything? <laughs> is there a... What is the big name in Bouillon? That's the thing like Shell Oil. Or... I think it's it's just Knorr, isn't it? Knorr. They've got the know-how, you know, it's those guys. They make they make the <laughs> best they Bouillon, the don't they? I think. I don't know. I, don't think, they I think they bouillon. also do Bouillon. I thought they did Bouillon as well, but I may, I'm not 100% sure. But you're they not... You're not... You're not on the table. I cannot promote it. Can I just say, I I would never try and subtly give away a kind of, you know, the Kanoha, and I'm cannot promoting Knorr in in any way. (laughs) Right, we still need to know who you want us to support in today's three o'clock kickoffs. Text us on 812.15. Matt, Matt, and you, rock and roll football. Well, this. Bouillon chat has really taken off. Stu Wilson says, Canor are the man city of Bouillon. And Billy says, Matt Ford is in the grip of the sinister deep pockets of hashtag Big Bouillon. <laughs> Suggestion big that there's a kind of deep state of soup. <laughs> deep soup. Love it. Love oh, it. Oh, man. Big Bouillon. I've been bought, man. The man got to yeah, you're The man makes the great first, soup. The first Bouillonaire in the world. Oh, it's going to be you. Superb. Superb. <laughs> Um, uh, hashtag clapping gif, but uh, in physical form. <laughs> now, I've been tweeting us all week at R&R Football with the, your suggestions for Roy's rants. Roy Keane, the spirit of Roy Keane is here, and I'm mm. going to hand over to Dyson to put your suggestions to him. Great. Uh, Keane, first up, good. Uh, Gareth wants Roy Keane to rant about people parking in the drop-off slash pick-up zone right outside the supermarket entrance and then walking in like they're a member of the royal family. Roy. Well, I've got a number of issues with it. You know, firstly, waltzing in. You know, the confidence of these people. You know, they, they never foxtrot in or do the Charleston. Or, you know, <laughs> no, it's always a you know, which, as any musician will tell you, that's a three-beat bar. You know, it's got a particular bum 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 bum. Uh, you know, the the problem I have with people waltzing in, it suggests a kind of Downton Abbey. You know, it's got the period drama written all mm, over it. Mm. You know, it says, "Oh, we're all going to be doing dancing here." I don't think most people can connect with that. And as for parking where you shouldn't park, the pick up, pick up, and the drop off. Same as at the airport. You know, this system has evolved for a reason. It's designed by people keeping the traffic flow for for the best of the greater good. And these people just don't care about that. And and like you say, they're parking at the front. I mean, I would, as you probably gather, I would have pretty serious penalties for these people. You know, I would ban them for life. And I I don't think daytime radio is the place we're talking about capital punishment. But I'm open-minded about the idea. i got to tell you, I want to see them at any supermarket. I'd let them, them, what do you call them, the chaps who work in this, the security guards. Get them, you know, get them at least something with... You know, a, a big yeah. net. Oh, yeah, a taser or a big net. You know, just catch him. Put him in a sin bin for the day. Let him know, you know. I tell you know, I tell my friends this. They say, Kino, you know, you you lost it, man. You know, this is medieval. I say, well, you know, people I tell you what, say what you like about medieval times. No one was parking in uh, in the in the pickup and the drop off outside after medieval times, and there's a good reason for that. Um, I think I might be losing it. 
<laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. As well as Roy Keane, we are also available and able to uh, channel Roy Hodgson. Um, so, with that <laughs> so, in mind, so many. We Roy's, go back to yeah. the seance of the living. Great, with Matt Dyson. Lovely, brilliant. Well, okay. Uh, this has come from Freddie on Twitter, uh, who oh, says, "On the fiftieth anniversary of decimalisation, I think he's here already. Uh, I would like to hear Roy's views on the switch in nineteen seventy-one. The switch to decimalisation, Roy." Well, well, very controversial at the time. I mean, think of what we went through with, with the whole thing about metric models. And the, you know, full of the community seemed to be particularly animated and exercised about these changes. They were fitting into the winter course. They had to write it on their, uh, you know, little uh, cardboard side. You get, you know, bananas, 79 pound. pen. Uh, I say that, I've got no idea where it's good value or bad value for, uh, for bananas. Uh, and of course, the full of the community, as well as being at the fit end of the wedge on weights and measures and currency, uh, also with apostrophes. A lot of road apostrophes. You know, you go to any marketplace, uh, you'll see apostrophes where there should be none, and you'll see a distinct lack of, uh, you know, apostrophes when required. Uh, Paul does not require an apostrophe uh, unless the word ends in this. Anyway, uh, uh, here in the grammar lesson. Uh, uh, but anyway, on, on, on decimalisation, you know, I remember my parents being very, uh, you know, very stressed out about it. And people say, well, you know, we're using this money, uh, and I know what, you know, nine and six means, uh, and tomorrow it's going to be, what, 20p, 20 pounds? You know, people, people worry about inflation. Uh, you know, inflation, big worry in the 70s, of course, you know, uh, with, with discontent. Uh, and then, you know, in the 80s, you know, don't need to rehearse the argument uh, the economy. Overall, I have to say, better change. You know, easier to, to figure out when it's base 10, isn't it? You go, oh, 10 and 10, you know. You go to the shop as a kid, and they go, oh, 3 and 5 is 15, 60, uh, you know, 9 and 7, 2 quarters. You know, oh, God. No, I have no idea whether I've been whipped off or not. You know, I can't have a shot. I don't know whether I've been whipped off or, or whacked up, you know. So, I, I think, uh, it's nice to know that Jonathan Moss is here, by the way. Great guest, Wicked Race. Cheers, Roy. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Right, well, we need to pick a team to support in today's three o'clock kickoffs. So we've got a few suggestions, Dyson. Uh, yes, Stu says Millwall at home to the bottom of the table, Wickham, uh, because uh, rock and roll football ultras love Millwall, hashtag hard as nails, <laughs> hashtag Bermondsey. I'm not sure. I don't know if we can back Millwall. Really. I think we'll have to give uh, it a few years and see how things go on that front. Yeah, Let, let's be fair. Yeah. Uh, Tracy says swag, I mean, Swansea City against Huddersfield. <laughs> Again, I mean, they've, they've beaten Forest three times this season, Swansea, and they really didn't deserve to the other night. So I don't think either of us can bring ourselves to support Swag City. Uh, but quite a few shouts for Sunderland. Uh, Steve in Washington says, uh, away to Burton, need to string together some wins for promotion, new owner, go into Wembley, away the lads, uh, says Steve. So, um, yeah, Sunderland away at Burton. Oh, Burton are bottom of the table, but I think they've, they've had a slight turnaround in fortunes recently, haven't they, Burton, down in okay. League One. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank as manager, um, you know. Mate, but we could back Sunderland. I'd be happy to support Sunderland. Sunderland, a popular choice. You've got a couple of minutes. If you've got a better suggestion than Sunderland, text us now on 8.12.15. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Well, it's decision time, Dyson. Who are we going to support in today's three o'clock kickoffs? Mm, well, we've had a few dissenting voices on the Sunderland front and uh, we've also had a text from Sedge in Wolverhampton who says, I'm going for Burnley. They're the best team who wear claret and blue in the Premier League. Uh, but that's not a bad mm. shout, actually, Burnley. Burnley at home to West Brom. We'll see what, what sort of coat Sean Deitch wears. Will he still have his old black coat on? I hope he does. I imagine he will. Uh, but I think we could... I'd happily support Burnley this afternoon. I think they should win that one. Well, let's go for it because we have a soft spot for Sean Deitch. He's got yeah. history at Forest, as has Ian Wone and Steve Stone. Yes, it's nice exactly. when teams turn it around. And also, I don't... I've never really liked banter about... Unless someone's wearing something ludicrous, like big orange clown shoes and a, and a purple hat. Yeah. Taking the mick out of someone's coat, it, it just reminds me, it, it's kind of school bullying level, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, it is. Very, it's just a very coat. Playground. It doesn't define who he is. <laughs> it's like, quite a Of all the things well. you could mock Sean Dyche for, <laughs> yeah. you've gone for his coat. Yeah. <laughs> That's a strange What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so let's, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Dutch, in, yeah. In defiance, in defense of normal, I mean, Sean Dutch's coat is per, that is the perfect average bloke's coat. It's just yes, a good think, coat. Yeah. 
it's a, yeah, it's a pretty average, but I, th- I, th- I think the epaulets are a step too far. I, I could live without them, but... Uh, oh, he's gone full not... John McGinn here. We've got a mutiny on our hands, flipping <laughs> it's it. Not, but it's not a horrendous coat, is it, really? It's not that bad. It's, you know what? It's the sort of thing your mum would say, oh, that's a lovely coat you've got there, Matthew. Oh, yeah, oh, thank you're you very really much. smart in that, yeah. <laughs> I bet Sean Deitch's mum loves that coat, and in honour of her and her son yeah. and their team, we're supporting them today. Come on, Burnley! Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. The three o'clock kickoffs are underway. We'll keep you updated on all of those. One of them is Sunderland, who I think are already winning. We were going to back them. They've got a new owner who is 23 years old. <laughs> That's ridiculous, that, isn't it? Too young. I can't get my head around it. Owner! Yeah, imagine. Imagine running a football club at 23. What is he? He's the son of a millionaire or something, isn't he? He's been he's basically been given the club by daddy, by the sounds of it. But it's a lot of a lot of responsibility on young shoulders. But it's so weird having an owner at 23 was we older than most of the playing staff. It'd be like if your mum yeah. brought home a boyfriend who was younger than you. You'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not my real chairman. <laughs> You're not my real owner. I ain't taking directions from you, man. Um, our producer, Will, last night, we were talking about this, and he said at 23 he was visiting Cadbury World, which is probably owning a club at 23 is young. Going to Cadbury World at 23 is arguably old. But I would love to go to Cadbury World. Of all the theme parks that I really want to go to, that would be top of my list. Anything to do with chocolate, you know, it would because yeah. I suppose it's the closest thing we've got to the Wonka factory. Yeah, I suppose it is, isn't it? Yeah, I've never been to Cadbury World. I feel like it's somewhere I should have been to because, like, the Midlands in the eighties was uh, it was the best place for theme parks. Alton Towers, Drayton Manor Park, and Zoo American Adventure. It was like Florida in the eighties, the Midlands. When it came that's to what theme they used parks. to say. That's what they <laughs> yeah, said. They always used to say that. It's just like Florida, but Cadbury World. I thought it was more of a chocolate factory. Is there actually rides there? I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't, I've never been. I imagine there's a lot. There might be people listening who've been to Cabri World, in which case, do let us know. But what's the worst theme park you've been to? I never went to Gulliver's Travels. Um, but uh, yeah. some Gulliver's, of them, like, Gulliver's Kingdom in Gulliver's Bath. Kingdom. Yeah, that's, that's very it, yeah. small, very small, that small fry. You can barely call it a theme park, really. What's the worst theme park you've been to? I've been to many, many in recent years as well. We've taken the kids. I've been getting back into theme parks, and and Peppa Pig World was surprisingly good. Um, but I'd say Ooh. the worst one, the worst one I've been to, is uh, is that near Kettering. There's one called Wicksteed Park, right? Um, yeah, I've been. It's brilliant. What do you mean it's brilliant? It's, it's what are you hard, on about? Not, don't go slagging off Wicksteed. What are you doing? I don't even think it's. I don't even think it's got a roller coaster, right? But the worst thing is, slap bang in the middle of a theme park, they've just got because Wicksteed is like the place where all stuff for kids' playgrounds are made. So yeah, in the middle of a theme park, you paid to get in. Yeah, you do. You see it on roundabouts and stuff. It says Wicksteed everywhere. But in the middle of the play of the of a theme park, they've just got a playground, a massive playground with swings and roundabouts and stuff. So I can do that any day of the week. I don't want to be doing that at a theme park that I paid to get in. It felt well, very, they say that very about low Wicksteed, rent. don't they? It's all swings and roundabouts. But um, firstly, <laughs> to misquote Alan Partridge, stop getting Wicksteed wrong. One of the great <laughs> things about Wicksteed Park is you don't what? pay to go in. You only pay, you buy oh, the vouchers. Oh, maybe that's you buy the tokens it. Yeah. Uh, yes. To use the ride. Yeah. And they had that amazing water thing that was just basically was a big punnet that you sat in and it reversed up a a hill up an incline and then it went forward into the water it was a rudimental oh, like pretty a basic sort of pirate, water ride like a pirate sh- I, I think that was closed the day we went you know because that did look quite good sort of like a really basic log flume but um, yeah it was just one almost thing, mechanical sort of went, yes yeah you just sort of went down in it and then it hauled you back up and to get yeah, up there there were like <laughs> metal fire escape stairs yes, on the outside right, of like yeah. a brick building that's what Rick I mean. Steve it's was very, amazing. It's very basic, though, isn't it? If you've got to wind yourself back up to get on a log flume, it's not great. And there's like a train there, and that's incredibly boring. It's a, there's nothing modern and exciting about Wicksteed. Wicksteed is like a chilled out vibe. It's a nice big park <laughs> with a lovely. It's a theme park for hippies. <laughs> what? No, it's nice. For, it's for kiddies and for adults with a, still a sense, a healthy sense of play. Um, I, th- I sense we're going to disagree about this. But text us on eight twelve fifteen and tell us about the worst theme park you've ever been to. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. 
Texas on 81215, the worst theme parks you've ever been to. You're right, Dyson. There were so many in the East Midlands when we were growing up. I went to one, and it can't have been that far, called Pets Corner at Sundown. Did you ever go to that? Oh, I've heard of it. I don't think I ever went to Pets Corner, no. It sounds more like a farm. <laughs> it does, yeah. Um, but it had like a yellow brick road that obviously I thought was the real one. And then there weren't so much rides as just kind of things to walk around. And they had like right. an aeroplane that you could kind of sit in that was at an angle. That was obviously meant like at a 45 degree angle. So if you walked on and got to the front, I mean, it's pretty big, just like a metal tube with some handles in it. It would feel like you were flying an aeroplane. Yeah. Or that you just crashed yeah. it in reverse. Um, so that was, in. Re- it, I loved going, in retrospect, in the world of Alton Towers and Disneyland, it, not well, particularly yeah. good. Well, exactly, especially if, as a child, you're looking forward to the full-on theme park experience and you get Pets Corner or Wicksteed with that really old log flume that you have to operate yourself. It's, it fills you with disappointment. Well, no, because back then I'd, I had no idea about Alton Towers. I was primary school age, so I had, you know, I hadn't seen such riches. So I, I had okay. no idea about Disneyland or Universal Studios, Space Mountain and the E.T. ride. So for me, Wicksteed was, you know, it, it, that was exotic. That was thrilling. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got to start somewhere. You've got to start your journey somewhere when it comes I'll to theme parks. I got some heat earlier on Twitter. Uh, probably one of the most controversial things I'd ever said was that, in retrospect, <laughs> yeah. was the American Adventure theme park not very good. <laughs> I got piled on. Oh, yeah. my word. I thought I'd been cancelled. Love, love, love for that place. What an I did. I did actually quite like it. it had the uh, biggest flume drop in Europe. They used to proudly boast. Uh, <gasps> that reminds me yeah. of one. That re- oh my word! I can't believe I hadn't thought of this. Lightwater Valley in Yorkshire. Ooh, I don't even know if it's still yes. there. Yes. They had an underground uh, roller coaster called the Rat. Oh, wow. It was under so it was in the pitch black, and then as so you were queuing, like the I was so scared. Yeah, yeah they're good. Wow. Dare you ride the rat? Like, what an odd <laughs> name! What a terrible name for a roller coaster. There's nothing glamorous <laughs> really about it, is there? No, it's not no, like the space yeah, drop or the ice, you know, kingdom. Yeah, or the or the, the missile rat. at American Adventure. Yeah, the rat. It sounds like the worst ride ever. And you're just underground, sort of fertling around, and that's that's a roller coaster sounds awful yeah i mean you're calling it the rat is such an odd marketing decision you yeah. wouldn't call it like the woodlouse <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> like you don't call it after vermin you don't want in your house <laughs> the vole <laughs> <laughs> rising damp the ride oh that'd be quite good actually because you could theme it although could would it be would it be a good ride Rising damp the ride. (laughs) The problem is I've conflated the telly show and the the kind of the problem that people get in their houses. But this is wonderful reminiscing. Texas on eight twelve fifteen. The worst theme parks you've ever been to. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. Goals suddenly flying in. Borough 1-0 up at Reading as well. And Stoke beating Luton 1-0. In the Scottish Premiership, Aberdeen are 1-0 up against Kilmarnock. Hibs are 1-up against Hamilton. Uh, St Johnston 1-up away at Motherwell. And Livingston are currently winning 1-0 at St Mirren. We're back in Burnley today, of course, in the supporters' club. They are currently 0-0 at home uh, against West Brom. Just seen Forrest goal. Absolute corker. Edge of the box from Alex Mighton. Looping Very nice. strike. Very exciting indeed. Uh, now, Texas on 8, 12, 15. We're talking about the worst theme parks you've ever been to. Some people have been to Wicksteed. Uh, someone here says mm. it's operated. The Wicksteed Park Flume is operated by my old Weetabix transport and dispatch manager who retired. Oh, it's wow. not self-propelled. It's the oldest oh, shoot it? in the oh. UK. Oh. oh, well, yeah, it certainly looks old. I'll give you that. I mean, and it's, it's, it's much treasured decrepit. by his lot in Kettering. <laughs> <laughs> We've also had a few people saying Cadbury World. Is it really a theme park? Um, there is apparently one train, someone says here, but you, you get free chocolate at certain checkpoints throughout, which is amazing. I was sick in the car back to Leeds, though, but it was worth it, it says. So, yeah, free chocolate in a train ride. It sounds worth the trip to me. 
Well, the rides aren't what I'm going for, to be honest. I want to go and see how it's made, and I just want to try loads of different chocolate. I want them to go, there's a fresh twirl. There's a fresh dairy milk. And go, <laughs> yeah, whoa, yeah. God. Almost like, you know when people, and it's true, if you have Guinness in Dublin, it tastes completely oh. different to how it tastes here. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't yeah, taste yeah. the same. In, in Dublin, it's creamy, it's milky, it's sweet. Oh, I want to have that same works. experience of dairy milk and go, oh, you know, dairy milk. Lovely chocolate doesn't travel. You know, it, it yeah. really, when you have it on yeah. site, you know, it almost you'd be like, I can't yeah. eat it now because I've had it on site and it blew my mind. The Guinness theme park's amazing. Well, the brewery tour. <laughs> <laughs> you, get, oh, man. you get to go up in that big tower and have a drink up there, which is quite good. I love the Guinness, the Guinness brewery. It's amazing. Do you know what I didn't do? I had so much Guinness, I didn't get make it to the Guinness factory. Oh, it worth going. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's well worth going. Yeah, there's some. Lo- it's just a lovely building. They've done a really good job. It's very nice. And there's this huge tower. You get panoramic views of Dublin. It's lovely. I mean, there is there is. Uh, I guess brewery tours, whiskey distilleries, vineyards are kind of theme parks for adults. Really, <laughs> I suppose they are, aren't they? That's yeah. kind of what it is. Yeah. So, Maybe we'll do that another week. But for today, text us on 8.12.15 and tell us about the worst theme park you've ever been to. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Can only mean one thing. There is drama happening somewhere. Matt Dyson. That's our new sound for sending off, I think, is it? Uh, There's bad news for Sam Allardyce uh, and Wes Brom. Uh, They have had a player sent off 30 30 minutes in, a jai for handball. He's gone. Wes Brom down to 10 men in a relegation six-pointer at Burnley. This does not bode well for Big Sam, but it bodes well for the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club. Burnley now playing against 10 men. It does. Our job just got a lot easier. Goals flying in everywhere, by the way. There's not a single nil-nil in the Scottish Premier League. Uh, Borough are now 2 nil up away at Reading. Forest, of course, still winning 1-0. And from what I can see, Dyson, playing very, very well. Uh, We're asking you for the worst theme parks you've ever been. Oh, Billy's been in touch. I've just read a text that, oh my word, he says, it's not the worst. If you go to Vermont, three words... Ben and Jerry's, amazing. Fordy would never leave. There's a Ben oh, and Jerry's yes. theme park. Theme park. Which, I think which... I'm, I think I've been, I think I've been there. I seem to remember it being more of a f- sort of factory tour. Than well, you've been. Park, you've but, been. Yeah, yeah, well, tell I've been. Me yeah, yeah. Tell me. Tell I, me. Tell I mean, me. I just, I, I, it was a long time ago. It was about 10, 15 years ago. But I remember going. You got a lot of free ice cream. I mean, I know that much. <gasps> well, that's the but main I don't remember, thing. I don't remember any rides, but yeah, it's worth going just to get the free ice cream and hear about the story of Ben and Jerry setting it up. Oh, I mean, I did the Brooklyn Brewery Tour in New York. That was good, but Ben and Jerry's... Why don't we do here? Greg's World. Oh, yes. Come on, That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Get behind it. A whole ride where you just ride around in a yum-yum or something or, or a sausage roll, and, and it's, that, that'll be a really good theme park. Just a massive bakery that. and just tasting like fresh uh, steak bakes, fresh off the line. Oh, like, oh yes. man, yeah, please. Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> it would be great, yeah. I'd, be, I'd definitely go. Come on, They Greg's. must have out. thought of this. They must have <laughs> considered it. Get those boffins at Greg's round a table and let's hammer this out. Imagine if the government said, right, we've got this plan out of lockdown, and when it opens, we've been talking to Greg's. They've created a massive Greg's world, and we can all go. And you can make your own steak bakes. You can even ask them why they yeah. changed the recipe to the, from the veggie pasty, and when are they going to change it back? The big issues that the country's talking about. Wow, you could have, yeah, like yeah. you say, you could, you could have like a sausage roller coaster. Oh, my Lord, it's crying out for it. It's crying Come out for it. On. <laughs> Come on. Sausage roller coaster. Nice. I think this is now turning too much into a campaign. We've had some amazing stories, by the way. But if you've been to anything like that, just as a side thing, like Ben and Jerry's or Cadbury's, food-based attractions, mm. let us know yeah. about those. 8, 12, 15. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Through the Decades is back on Absolute Radio at 10pm tonight. A musical journey through 60 years of music. Dan Noble plays the very best of all our sister stations from Absolute Radio 60s to something new from Absolute Radio 20s. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Halftime whistles blowing all across this fair land. Here with some of the pick of the halftime scores. It's Matt Dyson. 
Yes, uh, our featured game today in the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club is goalless. Uh, unfortunately, Burnley uh, oh. still nil-nil at home to West Brom, despite West Brom having a man sent off in the first half of that game. Uh, Huddersfield, Swansea is now one all. Swansea getting an equaliser just behind four oh. half time. Forrester beating Blackburn one nil. Norwich oh. still one nil up at Rotherham, and in the uh, SPL, uh, Aberdeen and Hibs both winning their games one nil at half time. Oh. I think that was the score wolf we could hear again. You may remember the score Ah, wolf. He's back. Popped up for the full-time scores about a month or two ago and he's now clearly getting involved in the half-time scores. Uh, Keep texting us on 8.12.15. The worst theme parks you've been to. Now, we've got an amazing one here. Um, I went to the Rock Factory near Bridlington. You get to make and roll your own stick of rock, which would be great. I'm well up for doing that. I really want to do that. But it ended up looking like something you'd buy from Ann Summers. The kids (laughs) wondered why I found it so funny. Which actually, you know, we did this um, idea about Greg's World. Surely, there's, um, I mean, maybe in Amsterdam, an adult theme park. Oh, right, Like Ann Summers Land or something like that. Ann Summers World, imagine that. (laughs) Yeah, would you, you go? Take, you wouldn't take the whole family, I don't think. Um, I'm not sure I would, to be honest. Would you? No, I mean, it'd probably be more for hen parties and stuff, wouldn't it? Uh, rather than like... Yes, right. I think yeah. it'd be a bit odd if I rang my mates and was like, let's have a family day out at Anne Summers World. You're like, what? <laughs> what would the rides be? I mean, everything would be suggestive. That would be the problem, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be uh, an incredibly blue theme park. Uh, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I dread to think. My mind is boggling, but with no, no ideas that I can suggest on the show, on air, unfortunately. That's part of the problem is, you know, you can you can say, let's ride the sausage roller coaster at Greg's World. Any puns yeah. we're going to be coming up with internally about Anne Summers are going to be utter, utter filth. So um, maybe we could just text them to each other for our own private amusement. But text us on 8, 12, 15. And by the way, if you're aware of any adult-themed theme park. I mean, I say Amsterdam, that's kind of a cliche, but there might be, and there might be one elsewhere in the world. If you've been to one, we're open-minded, guys. What was it like? Text us on 8.12.15. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We'll be keeping you up to date on those second halves that are now underway. But now it's time to cross over to Jim White in the My Sports News Centre. Well, thanks very much, Matt and Matt. Don't forget to tweet us your personal sports news from the week at R&R Football. We start this afternoon with breaking news from Loughborough, where we're getting reports that Tom has reached his daily step target while doing the washing up. While we do not recommend multitasking usually, it's great to hear that Tom is keeping his pots and pans clean while getting his daily steps in. And from everyone here at My Sports News, we do pass on... Uh, congratulations, Natalie. Yeah, so, so he's, he's sort of doing a sort of walking on the spot at the sink while doing the dishes. Impressive, I suppose. Uh, you you have staff for that, so you don't really do your own washing up, but Jim. Uh, you have sort of someone to do that for you, is there? No, I do all my own washing. I, I got a dishwasher as well, uh, just to get the really cruddy stuff. You know, I, I particularly roasting dishes. If I, if I make a mm. curry or some sort of all-in-one pot cooking, sometimes it does need a blast uh, with industrial-level cleaner. Um, but you raise a question about whether he's matching on the spot. Of course, the second option is that he's putting all his uh, crockery, he's washing up in some sort of knapsack or, or backpack, Going for a walk and cleaning as he walks the streets. Oh, uh, so he's got the bag like, full of soapy water. Right, okay. Yeah. Very possibly. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I know the, the two matches we've been talking about innovation today with theme parks. does make you wonder why no one, like Caramore or, uh, you, know, uh, you know, the guys at Decathlon, haven't made some sort of mobile washing machine that's about the size Ooh. of a backpack. You stick all yeah, your stuff in it, you sure. press a button... And it cleans it, you know, if you're out camping or something like that, be a godsend. 
Yeah. Uh, moving on, a story we covered previously here at My Sports News. Tracy Jones has been completing a virtual walk from Land's End to John O'Groats, and we're delighted to share the news that Tracy has now reached Scotland and is on the home straight. Sources close to Tracy say she sprinted past Gretna Green, as in, as in her words, uh, she didn't think it was compulsory to get married while you're there, but she was taking no chances. <laughs> we wish Tracy all the best for the rest of the journey. Well, talk about theme parks. You could have one at Gretna Green. You could have the, the, the marriage theme park. The marriage theme park, yes. Great idea. Where you, you get on a some sort of log flume together and as, as you go along the ride, your relationship deteriorates. Yeah. Uh, and by the end, yeah. you're, you're kind of uh, filled with simmering resentment towards each other. Uh, uh, but perhaps you can make things up. Who knows? Uh, maybe maybe I'm just spitballing here designing theme parks uh, it's not something I have any prior uh, experience in not that you know that these uh, obviously a lot of people getting in touch say these ideas are great but Natalie that's all for this week if you have anything you'd like us to report on you can always email us football at absoluteradio.co.uk kicking you into shape it's the rock and roll football podcast we started off talking about the worst theme parks you've been to Inevitably, this has drifted towards food. Gareth has been in touch on Twitter and said the first place it's not a theme park, but it sort of is, is the Wensleydale Creamery, where you can go and make cheese and butter. Oh, yes. Oh, that'd be nice. Churn your own butter. Lovely. Oh, wouldn't that be absolute... That sounds like something you do at one of the adult theme parks, but that sounds absolutely (laughs) brilliant. (laughs) Doesn't it Don't. sound great? Just a cheese themed. You can oh, you know, like Willy Wonka had the um, the river of chocolate. I mean, I still, yes. you know, to this day, I still don't know why someone hasn't done Wonka World. Yes, why does that right. not exist? Yeah, I know. Yeah, with so lickable river, wallpaper, like but a river of cheese. Exactly. That's what I was going to say before. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Bring you back. What you could do? You could do a river of cheese, just like a massive fondue, and then they could just give you baguettes and things and spoons, and you could just dip it in as you go. Oh yes, you could use like breadsticks as the oars to sort of move the boat around, and then eat them when you get up to the end. Oh, be lovely. Great idea. Then there's no storage issues. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Very good. Fully on board with that. Uh, a lot of people are getting in touch. Apparently, there are some erotic theme parks uh, around the world. I don't want to go into too much detail, uh, Fordy, but there's a place <laughs> called Erotica Land in Brazil. Thank you, Paul. Um, Bill says there's a place called in Montreal called Condomania, and there's also a uh, seems to be an erotic uh, sculpture park in South Korea uh, that uh, is very popular with tourists. Apparently, yeah, it's not, it's not my sort of thing. I mean, I, I think a condom theme park is stretching it a bit. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Goals flying in everywhere, but sensational drama at the City Ground. Matt Dyson, I've just seen what happened of you. Yeah. yeah. Yes, because oh you're in delay word. watching it on iFollow, but on Sky Sports they had it a, f- a few minutes before. Uh, Forrest conceded a penalty, Brees Samba gave it away, but then he only went and saved the penalty, so they remain 1-0 up at home to Blackburn. Uh, amazing stuff. It's absolutely thrilling drama at the City, and Forrest playing really good football. I know we go on about Forrest a lot, but I know a lot of you, I wouldn't go so far as to say we're your second team because Dyson and I support Forest, but I know you care about us <laughs> to some extent. Oh, thank, uh, so, you know, I know we talk about Forest a lot, but it's, Forest is playing really well, which wasn't true at the start of the season, so we're very excited, no. boys. But elsewhere, more drama, Dyson. Yeah, Huddersfield are hammering Swag City Swansea 4-1. And we, we lost again to Swansea in midweek, and even though we looked particularly good. It was a good performance, but uh, they, they managed to snatch a little late win, Swansea, but not so today. Absolutely getting talked by Huddersfield, of all teams. Cardiff are 3 up against Preston as well in the Championship. But um, still, in the Premier League, I hate to say, but Burnley, the team we're backing on the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club, are still f- struggling to break through against it's 10-man West Brom. It's nil-nil at Turf Moor. Come on, Burnley. Um, now, we're talking about theme parks. Bad ones are funnier to talk about, particularly bad rides. Text us on 8, 12, 15. If they're just bad rides, you remember, there might have been bad rides at mm. good theme parks. 
which sounds like one of those. That sounds like that should be like a modern proverb, doesn't it? You know, like um, yeah. throwing good money after bad. Yeah, bad rides at good theme parks. It does. Don't happen. talk to me about that kid. He was like a bad ride at a good theme park. <laughs> should be a film line. You're coming in here like a bad ride at a good theme park. What is the matter with you, boy? Anyway, Stu Wilson says there's a Hershey chocolate world in Niagara Falls. Oh, wow. What a combination. Imagine you go to Niagara Falls. You go, this is an iconic, global, natural wonder. And on top of that, there's chocolate over there. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's Hershey chocolate, though, isn't it? I mean, I'd rather have Cadbury's World, personally, uh, than the Hershey's chocolate. Funny funny flavour, Hershey's, I think. Yeah, it's got a kind of... um sickly aftertaste it doesn't yeah, quite taste yeah, like chocolate odd. no it's very strange very strange got, but it's I, I nice they, yeah with peanut butter like it? it's mixed nice yeah i do like it with peanut butter but not on its own i wouldn't think but, but <laughs> i mean if you're if you're having to add peanut butter to any chocolate bar it's not standard <laughs> yeah. oh i love a dairy milk but i really love it with chips and gravy that is when it oh, yeah. put some curry sauce yes. on it it drowns the flavour. Yes, it's like a it's like a good ride at a bad theme park. There, <laughs> <it? Yeah. laughs> Matt, Matt, and you, rock and roll football. Oh man, now it's all that bad theme park. Some of them just sound plain dangerous. Steve has been in touch and said there's um, there's one in Cheshire that uses old farm machinery for slides and bits of rubber sheet for protection on various slides. The best bit is a spinning rubber disc which fires kids in all directions. What? What? (laughs) This can't be a lie. This can't be real. This can't be allowed is what I was going to say. Surely that's been closed down by now. You know what that sounds like? You know, every Christmas there's at least one dodgy winter wonderland. That springs yes, up where yeah, the website yeah, yeah. makes it look like it's going to be Lapland and then with reindeers and there's just like a dog there with some antlers on its head. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Santa's exactly. like in a really cheap suit and like he's eating sweets and stuff. It's got like stubble. <laughs> you go, how could you be fooled? This sounds like the equivalent of that. Yeah, it does. It sounds, I mean, it sounds, I don't know how they did the risk assessment for that place. It sounds like a health and safety nightmare. And who designed a spinning rubber disc that fires children in all directions? Who's come up with that? <laughs> we could have a roller coaster. Yeah, I, I've had a bit. Hear me out on this. I've had an idea for a ride, which is just a big disc that fires children in all directions. Yeah, well, there's yeah. nothing else Sounds on the safe. table. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a USP. USP. I always get the two mixed up. USP, unique USB selling point. USB port, uh, unique selling point. Yeah, yeah. You, someone needs to invent a USB with a, a USP that no one else has got. That would be good, wouldn't it? That's a really good idea. And what would that USP be? I don't know what it would be. It would just like it would be a different type of connection. I've got an idea. Maybe you could just fire kids in all directions. Yeah, great. USP about this USP is you plug it in and it just fires kids in all directions. It's the fact that they're all in like the sense that there's no control over where they're going to go. Just random. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, some of these messages today have been absolutely superb. We should say hello to Emily Meeson as well. It's her 18th birthday today. Daz has got in touch. They're regular listeners. She's a big fan of the show. Um, and obviously, 18th birthday is a big deal. Hopefully, she's not going to go to this place in Cheshire. No, do not celebrate dish. the birthday there, whatever you do. Stay the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Forest are clinging on here for a 1 0 win. In fact, they're coming forward. Oh, oh my dear. word. It is oh. heart rending stuff. But here is the pick of the final and latest scores with Matt Dyson and the Score Wolf. Yeah, there's the Score Wolf. There's about 30 seconds of injury time left at oh. Turf Moor, where Burnley oh. still have managed to break through against 10 man West Brom. And it looks oh. like West Brom are going to hold on for a point here with not long oh. left in that game. Uh, you won't believe this Score Wolf. Cardiff, four, oh. Preston, nil. Oh! <laughs> Huddersfield, four, Swansea, one. Oh! <laughs> it looks like Norwich are going to hold on to a 1 0 lead at Rotherham. I suppose that was expected. Huh? Oh, yes, the Wolf. Uh, Borough, 2 0 winners at Reading this afternoon. Uh, and oh, Stoke, oh. Have, Bath- Stoke have won 3 0 against Luton as well. Oh. <laughs> <You wish. laughs> 
the dog sounds pretty pleased about, I think. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, do you want to hear about what happened in Scotland? School uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Aberdeen have held on to that 1-0 lead against Kilmarnock. Hibbs winning 2-0 at Hamilton. St Johnston winning 3-0 at Motherwell. Uh, St Mirren Livingston won all. What do you think about that, uh-huh. school? <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Good boy. Good oh, boy. Thank you. <laughs> very friendly, very um, very domesticated, this scoreboard. But I guess that's how he got a job in football. That's how it is. Yeah. Uh, well, this has been a surreal treat this afternoon, talking about chocolate-based theme parks and a load of other stuff. We're going to be back next Saturday at 2pm. ta Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Forest are clinging on here for a one-nil win. In fact, they're coming forward. Oh my oh, word! It is oh. heart-rending stuff. But here is the pick of the final and latest scores with Matt Dyson and the Score Wolf. Yeah, there's the Score Wolf. There's about thirty seconds of injury time left at oh. Turf Moor, where Burnley oh. still have managed to break through against ten-man West Brom, and it looks oh. like West Brom are going to hold on for a point here with not long oh. left in that game. Uh, you won't believe this Score Wolf: Cardiff four, Preston nil. Oh! Huddersfield four, Swansea one. Oh! <laughs> it looks like Norwich are going to hold on to a one-nil lead at Rotherham. I suppose that was expected. Oh! Oh yes, the Wolf. Uh, Borough two-nil winners at Reading this afternoon, uh, and oh, Stoke oh. have bat- Stoke have won three-nil against Luton as well. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> The dog sounds pretty pleased about, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, do you want to hear about what happened in Scotland? School uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Aberdeen have held on to that 1-0 lead against Kilmarnock. Hibbs winning 2-0 at Hamilton. St Johnston winning 3-0 at Motherwell. Uh, St Mirren Livingston won all. What do you think about that, uh-huh. School Wolf? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Good boy. Good oh, boy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> very friendly, very um, very domesticated, this score, Wolf. But I guess that's how he got a job in football. That's how it is. Yeah. Um, well, this has been a surreal treat this afternoon, talking about chocolate-based theme parks and a load of other stuff. We're going to be back next Saturday at 2pm. ta Bye. <laughs> The ride has now ended. That's amazing, that one. You can feel the G-force on my cheeks. I'll tell you what. I felt like that went on for over an hour or something like that. Yeah, yes, it really. Yeah, I mean, it it felt shorter, but I think you probably did. It probably, you know, it it flew by, certainly. I can't believe it. That was uh, that was a heck of a ride. So we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you don't have motion sickness. Maybe if you do, just take a second. Maybe go on a more gentle podcast just to get your heart rate down. Yeah. Uh, have a glass of water. <laughs> and um, oh yes, you'd be able to get a picture of yourself listening to this podcast if you just take a selfie of yourself uh, of course, and imagine yeah. you're at that stand where they put it on key rings and frame yeah. pictures and, and just we'll charge, charge you yourself 50, thirty quid. Thirty quid just for the pleasure. Yeah. Great. Print it off and um, just copy, maybe Photoshop me and Dyson into it. Mm. And uh, that's a great memento of a wonderful day. We hope you come again. You know, we're always here at the Rock and Roll Football Podcast theme park. Yes, um, please do. Yeah. And we uh, serve, do. Yeah. What? Cadbury's. We serve do, hot do not litter on your way out. We do, yes. We have uh, beetroot curry. We, yeah, the catering is very strange here. <laughs> <laughs> Guinness, Greg's, beetroot curry. What yeah. else? Uh, bouillon, just we've got a bouillon, bouillon stall. Of course, just, you can just bouillon. shove your face in a big pile of bouillon and just uh, lick it up. It's, you're gonna love it, like Scarface, but if he was just making yeah. a big soup, <laughs> stock face. <Yeah. laughs> oh, what a wonderful day we've had out at the rock and the rock and roller coaster football theme yes. park podcast world. This uh, was an ad lib that started in this introduction, and it's it basically. 
run out of track. <laughs> yeah, it does. So let's yeah. bring this to a halt. Let's get in the car, go home, reminisce for a while, and then plan your next visit, which I think... Oh, everyone who listens to the podcast today gets a free visit at the Rock and Roller Coaster Football oh, Podcast next week. Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For life. See you, see you next time, guys. See you next time.